Welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. Man, it's Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day. It is Mother's Day. And I just want to first first start off by saying I want to send a a big, huge, huge, I hope she hear this all across. The, I hope they hear it all across, you know, from Grand Rapids all the way to Detroit. A huge special mother's day shout out to my mom um and my grandma and my auntie um who are back in detroit i love y'all so so much i don't think i'm much y'all understand how much i love y'all man like i really do love y'all like y'all really are the three women who have you know raised this crazy ass man that you hear on this you know on this podcast but seriously no like you know, my mama is a single mom. You know, my grandma um, was a single mom as well. Uh, my aunt, damn near, they were all single, single moms. You know, so um, I have a, uh, I have a, a, a another type of respect um, for them, and I don't really think they understand how much, um, how much respect and love that I have for them because they, they really taught me um, how, how how to be a man for real. Now, you know, it's a lot of people that say, um, you know, well, a man should, a man should teach, you know, a, a boy how to be a man and which is, which is correct on some levels. Um, and my mom always taught me that she was like, I could teach you, you know, how to do certain things, but I can't teach you, you know, all the, all the ways of how to be in a man. That's something that you're going to have to learn on your own and that, you know, mentors around you will teach you. But, Honestly, you know, my mom and my grandma all and my aunt really gave me the keys um, to life. You know, 
taught me how to cook, taught me how to clean, taught me how to, you know, taught me how to do all the um, men and women necessity. Like my, my auntie, she she was literally um, gardening, um, changing tires at the same time. Like, you, you know, she taught us things of that nature, you know, things that, you know, typically you would say a man is supposed to teach you. You know, my auntie had us in the kitchen at early ages, you know, we cooking in, um, in the kitchen for Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying? Like my cousins, if y'all listening, y'all know, y'all know I ain't trilling. Y'all know, y'all know I am not bullshitting at all. You know, one of us will be for Thanksgiving. One of us will be doing a, a cheesecake. Another person will be sitting here, um, what like making uh the dressing or something like she had she had us in there early you know because you know my auntie my grandma my mama always says you know you're not you don't have to depend on a woman so we about to teach you how you don't have to depend on a woman and i remember you know just having that type of mentality so um thank you for not letting me know how to depend on a woman for real you know thank you for allowing me to um you know depend on myself you know, I, I I know so much. You know, when I when I give out my repertoire to people, they're like, "Oh, you can do a lot." I'm like, "Hey, it's all it's all thanks to the those three women who hold me down." So shout out, Happy Mother's Day to my mom, uh, Miss Catherine Davis, to my grandmother Gwendolyn Miller, to my auntie Miss. Uh, oh my God, they're gonna kill me. I I completely butchered that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I said my grandma was Gwendolyn. That's my auntie, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> they will kill me, but that's okay. Shout out to my auntie, Gwendolyn Miller, and my grandma, Geraldine Miller. Um, I love y'all so much. I love y'all so much. I'm, I'm mad that I can't be there because I really want some home cooking, for real. I want some fried chicken. Y'all know how I look. You know, I want some some bird. I want some Cornish hens. I think my auntie about to put some Cornish hens on the grill. She needs some. I need some of those, man. Jesus. But what's going on, everybody? Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, especially my moms. Um, not just my, you know, those three women, but shout out to all the moms who have helped me grow. Um, it takes a village to raise me, man. You know, and I shout out to my village. And I have a lot of a lot of church mothers, a lot of school moms in there. So I just want to shout out all of those, um, all of the mothers out there. Um, man, what's been going on, y'all? How's life? How's everything? How's how was your week? You feel me? My week was pretty good. It was pretty, it was pretty great. You know, um, I had to humble myself into my apartment. You know, um, my apartment is a little smaller than my last one. However, um, I figured out way, way early that my first apartment was way too big. Um, it, it felt like a two-person apartment with a one-person bedroom. And I was like, yeah, this, 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 this too big for me. You know, so this apartment is actually, and it's on the dorms, so it's a dorm apartment, but uh, this dorm apartment is is perfect, you know, like, has the enough space and everything, and like I said, if y'all want to throw me donations, my cash app and PayPal is open, more so PayPal, um, if you do have PayPal, it is open, um, not even cash, you know, essentials, you feel me, food, I'm always hungry. As as skinny as I am and as fit as I'm getting, I get hungry so much. Like, my body is always eating. And it doesn't eat much. So, I need food. So, if you, listen, if you want to send me some stuff, hit my line. Hit me up. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you. But listen, we have a jam-packed show for today, okay? Because a lot of things happened this week. 
right? I just don't, I don't, I don't know how to, you know, it was a lot of stuff that happened this week, you know, that I don't think y'all understand that happened this week, you know, so we're going to recap last week, of course, we're going to talk about the Met Gala, we're going to talk about, did I say that right, the Met Gala, Met Gala, okay, Met, Met, I, I keep putting a K on it, damn, the Met Gala, there we go. Uh, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs, of course. We're going to talk about Childish Gambino and This Is America. We're going to talk about J. Cole and his concert with Young Thug briefly. We're going to talk, um, we're going to review Dear White People. Now, Dear White People will come first. I will do that. And just like I did for um, the Avengers Infinity War, this is a spoiler alert, people. Spoiler alert, okay? This is a spoiler. Alright, listen, I'm I'm not, this is, okay, you, you better fast forward after I get done reading the list. And once I get to Dear White People, you better fast forward, alright? Um, we're going to be talking about lynching in 2018. Yeah, yeah, y'all heard what I said, lynching in 2018, because it's ridiculous. Um, we're going to talk about Miss, we're going to talk about this hashtag, bro. <laughs> um, 95-year-old black woman is in, in jail right now. For smacking, I think, our granddaughter in the face with a shoe. <laughs> with a shoe. I'm going to tell y'all why this makes me laugh, okay? Uh, my MVP of the week, though. Uh, my MVPs of the week, though. I think these two are way overdue. Um, um, this is one of my personals. Uh, local, local. Two people who are very local in the community who are um, demolishing. And when I mean demolishing their paths... They are elevating, just demolishing every barrier that comes to them. Um, so I want to give the um, the MVP to uh, Najee on the beat. Um, she is one of my AK Style brothers who slays the faces out of these college kids. And not even college kids, just these women, period. Be slaying the hell out of faces. And she's been doing it for about, um, damn, for what I know, about a good two Almost two, two and a half years. So this is this is waving overdue. And uh, my man Damian Arnold, um, mentor, coach, speaker. Um, I, I don't, I don't even know how to put this man in words. This man just be talking, and you know, you when he talk, you he one of those people you gotta sit down and talk. You know. So those are my MVPs. I'm gonna give them a brief shout out at the end of the show. Um, well, at the end of you know the first half. And then our biggest loser of the week. Well, the biggest loser goes to the Sutherland Police Department, and I'm gonna I'm gonna explain why. Actually, I gotta get my soundboard together because they get a boo, a boo, bitch, boo. Where's my boo? They get a boo. Where's that? Where's my boo? Yeah, they get a boo. Yeah, they're horrible. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not banging with that. Um, but the opinionated topic of the week. We're gonna be a little more serious again. I know y'all want me to be funny, but you know what? In talking to, um, in talking to some of my friends over the week, I think I need this. I think I, this show is needed. Um, well, this episode per se um, is needed. I want to talk to my my college grads, um, recent college grads, um, because I know some of you are feeling lost. Um, I know some of you are just roaming through life, not you know, just just trying to find what what it is that you're looking for and I want to talk to you I want to give you um I want to give you some encouragement I want to give you some some real needed advice um that you may not be getting from your friends uh, no shade shade no shade um 
but shade. Uh, um, uh, yeah, I want to give you some much needed advice that you may need. Um, yeah, we'll get into it. You feel me? Uh, in the second half of the show, because it, I, I, I was almost about to sit there and break it down right there, but I had to stop myself. So let's recap last week. Um, so last week's topic was basically about why don't we elevate ourselves. And the crazy thing is that when I put the poll out on Instagram, um, didn't really receive a lot of feedback, which is fine. But um, one thing that I noticed um, about, you know, the way we elevate ourselves is that when, when we try to elevate others, is I'm only we're only going to elevate others if it benefits us, you know, and I don't I don't really care about your elevation benefiting me. You know what I'm saying? I don't I, and see that's the thing. I think we need to stop trying to help others elevate to benefit ourselves because that's not the purpose of growing somebody. When you're in the service industry, you're here to serve. You're here to grow others while you're growing in your purpose as well because first of all your purpose and your path is different from the next person that's next to you behind you in front of you so why are you trying to look for somebody to you know or why are you looking for the initiative or the 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 mindset of trying to you know build your own self up going through somebody else's path and then hanging on to their their lasso or their you know or just just you know just getting into their wagon as they're pushing up the mountain and you're just sitting there not doing anything for them you know that that's that's what I mean you know what I'm saying when you when you are helping to elevate somebody when I see somebody in the entrepreneurship game I'm not just I don't I don't care what path they're on. You know, if they are elevating in their path, I don't even care if you're in the entrepreneurship path. If you are elevating in your purpose, in your path, unapologetically, I'm going to support you 150%. You feel what I'm saying? It's those who are sitting there stagnant, worried about what you have going on, but still complaining and stagnant in their purpose that do not get support. And those are the fake supporters. Those are the ones that fake support you, tell you gradu- uh, congratulations, but are still stagnant in their purpose. And they will be the late bloomers. They will be the late bloomers to figure out like, damn, I stay stuck for 15, 20 years and now I'm just doing it. Well, yeah, you're just doing it, but I'm glad you figured it out, you know, sooner than later. But it, it's a lot later, you know, but um, yeah. Yeah, I hope that everybody is elevating everyone in their in their purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to understand that person's path, nor their purpose, nor what the hell they have going on in their business or in their dreams. But you have to support them. Support doesn't mean you have to understand. Understand, understand something. My friend's mom just followed my business page. When I tell you she followed my business page, shout out to Miss Mama Alina Zachary. Happy Mother's Day to you. Okay. Um, when she when she followed my page, first of all, first of all, Miss Elena Zachary is powerful. Okay, she is a powerful, powerful woman, and I don't think other people, a lot of people, understand that. This, this she she is a powerful woman. Okay, and thanks to my friend Cordell, I know her. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I've gotten to know her on a personal level and um, she followed my page. She followed my business page. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're down two totally different paths, right? But the fact that she supports, the fact that she supports me is is just the fact that you see it, right? You, 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 you just love to support me because you see me elevating in my path. And that's, that's the thing I'm saying. You support those who are elevating in their path. Whether you like the path or not, if they're continuously getting blessed in elevation, there's no reason for you to sit there and just be hating all the damn time. So don't hate, elevate. All right, all right, quick recap of that. Um, so let's talk about um, um, some deaths this week. Lord have mercy. Um, rest in piss, to, uh, rest in piss, wow. R.I.P. Let's just put it like that. Um, but rest, rest in peace to uh, Big T. Um, if y'all don't know Big T, Big T is a Houston rapper uh, or a rapper based out in Houston, and he was the um, he had the hook on the song uh, "My Way." I get the highway, you know, my way. I wanna get a better way, you know that song. And um, yeah, man, that was kind of hard. I was I looked that I looked that up on seeing that on Shade Room. I was like, whoa, dang! I, I kind of played that song for about a. Kind of played this song for about a about a good um, about a good twenty minutes straight through. Played it about five times because I was like, "Dang, this used to be my jam back in the day." You know, I'm used to play this a lot. So, um, moment of silence for uh, for Big T. May he rest in peace and everything. All right, all right. Um, so let's get into. Um, the Met Gala. Let's get into the Met Gala. I ain't know which one. We have so much. It's, it's, it's so much. It's so much. Um, so much to get into today. I'm loving it. But listen, let's get into the Met Gala really quick. So my do's and my don'ts for the Met Gala. Now, everybody was asking me, Ty, what the fuck is the Met Gala for? Is the Met Gala for some, like, Illuminati shit? Is, is only the, the stars of the stars supposed to go to the Met Gala? I'm like, listen, I don't know, Okay. I don't know. Honestly, if I got um, invited to the Met Gala, I would slay every part of the Met Gala. Do you hear me? Um, but my actually faves and not faves of the Met Gala, um, not fave, not favorite dress, right? She was a don't. Um, and I love her, too. This is crazy. And I hope the Beehive don't kill me. But Solange, I don't know what the hell you had on, baby. Um, your do-rag was dope as hell, though. That was what got me. Now, that was a do, okay? But your outfit was a dope. I was I was looking at the outfit like, what? Okay, hold on. Because the, the thing was like heavenly bodies, um, uh, heavenly bodies, something in the, in the Catholic imagination. So it was a Catholic thing, right? Heavenly bodies, Catholic thing, right? Catholic imagination. So so use your imagination and bring forth the Catholic image, right? Catholic imagination. And I just looked at Solange and said, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell was you looking? You look like you look like a, a black pumpkin from the Adams family. 
Okay, like something, what was going on? I didn't understand. That dress was not working. But that do-rag was tight, though. When I tell you, she wasn't playing. Shout out, let me let me just drop a bomb for the um for the do-rag. Because the do-rag was lit. Man, the do-rag was lit. I said, bro, we need to, um, I need to find a do-rag that's tight like that. Yeah, I can get you some waves right there. I'm trying to let you know. But her, her dress was a don't. Her do-rag, though, was a definite do um i was rocking with that um another don't for me oh i don't know Nicki minaj just looked plain y'all i'm sorry she was a don't for me um you know me and my mentor was <laughs> this is how funny like me and my mentors we be just joking and shit like <laughs> me and my mentor we was looking at the pictures of the met gala and we came across Nicki, and we was like well she, she just looked basic i don't get it like it was you know it's a, a red dress but her hip like you know, I said, oh, my God. You know, her hips were just so huge. You know, like, they had a picture of her hips just being wide, and they were like, oh, Nikki's pregnant. And I'm just looking at the dress like, the dress don't, you know, it, oh, you just, you didn't give me what I thought you were going to give me, you know. Um, I wasn't really feeling it, you know. So, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't really it. I, I was, we're going to boo you, Nikki. We're going to boo you. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. Sorry, Nikki. Um, maybe come back next year with something better. Um, maybe, uh, wasn't, yeah, no. Um, another don't for me, let's see. Another don't was, um, I'm trying to think. You know what? Another don't, and I'm not, and I, and I love their music, but you know what? Another don't was, uh, Takeoff. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. See, he would have been a dude. He would have been to see the Migos themselves would have been a do as a trio. But see, I have to put Takeoff in the dunk category. Why? Because Takeoff, I know you a husky man. Okay? I know you husky. Don't you know what I'm saying? I understand that you husky. But um, Takeoff, there is no reason that your pants should have been flooding like that. Okay? You take them pants. And you go get them bitches tailored. What is wrong with you? Now, I understand how Offset and um, uh, uh, Quavo got legs like sticks. I understand that. But, and I know, and I know you know, you got, you know, you got, you got some thighs. I understand. You know, you little husky around the area. I get you. I understand. If, if anybody understand, I get it. You feel me? I used to be a big boy. Okay. I know I used to be husky. Okay. I used to be husky. Okay, I understand. However, okay, when you're husky, you got to play the husky game, right? Because being husky is a good thing. Okay, listen. You just had to get them pants, Taylor, bro, because y'all was killing the game with the with the iced out. You know, damn near. I think everybody damn near had on Versace uh, in that boy. But Versace coats and, you know, y'all was killing the game. And, and then I seen your pants. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Why they look so loose? Who didn't tailor? So y'all got them tailored, but y'all didn't tailor him? Y'all disrespectful. It looked like he just got them pants from Burlington Co. Factory. Shout out to Burlington, though. But um, it just looked like you just went to Kohl's or Sears and didn't get them tailored. Nothing. Lord, so I'm going to put you in that space because I'm going to put you in a dome space just because of the pain. Okay? That's what I'm saying. All right, so some of my dudes were um, Chadwick Bozeman. Of course, he looked like, damn, I said, I, I will rock that whole fit. 
Um, Chadwick Boseman was all due for me. Zendaya, uh, Zendaya, of course, she looked like something off of um, uh, Game of Thrones. I was like, damn, she looked. She literally looked like the white girl sister. Like seriously, like she about to come in and steal the throne. Like boy, girl, move. <laughs> These my dragons. Like get the who the fuck you think you talking to? Um, so, and then who else? Um, who else? Who else? I'm trying to think. Trying to think. Trying to think. Trying to think. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. There we go. Uh, Michael B. Michael B. had a nice, uh, simple suit on. Uh, he been winning as of late. Shout out to Michael B. Uh, but yeah, he had a nice, simple suit on. I like that suit. It was really dope. Uh, but one thing about the Met Gala, and y'all gonna stop playing my TTMJB. First of all, everybody got um a good image from Giddy Images, right? When you go in the shade room and you look at uh, Mary J. Bly's image, her image all blurry and shit. But she had this nice-ass boot on, nice dress, you know, looking very good. And I'm looking like, so y'all not going so to play my auntie like that. Y'all going to play Auntie Mary like that on this picture. Don't play her like that no more. Don't play my auntie like that no more. Okay? Giddy images. Met Gala. Don't play her like that no more. Get her a good picture. Because everybody had a good picture and she was looking blurred. Don't blur her out. So that was the Met Gala, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm wild. I'm a crazy man. Um, but let's get into uh, Dear White People. Now, I know I said I was going to talk about that first. But, sorry. Ha. Um, let's get into Dear White People. So if you don't want to hear about Dear White People, you can fast forward Pause. Um, I'm gonna be talking about this for a minute, um, probably like five, ten minutes. But Dear White People just came back out with the volume two, season two, whatever you want to call it, on Netflix, and I was so here for it. Um, from the first episode to the tenth um, episode, from the la- to the last episode, um, it it gave me so much more. First of all, shout out to Reggie and uh, Joe. Uh, Joel getting together. Okay, shout out to Gabe and um, and Sandwich getting back together. Okay, shout out to that. Um, I think the most intense moment for me though um, was Coco getting an abortion. That that was really intense. Um, whoa, that that was an intense moment right there. Um, just because I. When I when I say that I've dealt with abortion, no, I did not get an abortion. However, um, the feelings that you know she was going through when I had when I when I dealt with my situation, it was it was more so reversed. You know what I'm saying? So like the man, you would more so think like the dude is like, no, fuck that, and the girl is like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm keeping it. It was so reversed. So that's why I said, like, the roles were reversed in my situation. And that's why I said, you know, I, I it was it was hard seeing it was hard seeing, you know, Coco do what she did, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it felt like she wanted to keep it, but also she you know, you had dreams online and I was like, damn, that shit real. You feel me? Like that that shit is so real. And um that was probably one of the hard you know, one of the impactful moments of the show for me. Um, but, oh yeah, every, everything, um, was, was lit, um, from, from Joe 
being probably the sexiest chocolate woman I have ever. Oh my God, why is Joe so damn sexy? Can I meet her in real life? Can we just get her on the show one time? We need to get her on the show. Yes. Like, we need to get her on the show. Like, seriously. Seriously. Oh my God. But no. Um, I loved how they were looking for all these secret societies. Um, the troller, the troller was the person from the independent was, uh, Silvio, like Sil- Silvio is such a bitch. I don't like him. Um, it, 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 it got me so riled. This is the second time in, since the Avengers that I've been left with a cliffhanger like this and I'm pissed. Like this is, this, y'all cannot keep pissing me off with these cliffhangers, dude. Stop cliffhanging me. So you better have a season three coming out. That's all I'm saying. Because if Netflix say, oh, it's too much in your budget, I'm calling up Netflix and we're having a discussion because I don't want to hear that shit. You gave me you gave me that that damn sentiment quote about that with the get down and I can't even get the get down no more. So now if you if you sit here and you tell me, oh, that's it for season for dear white people, you got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. okay? because if you haven't watched Dear White People Volume 2. Um, you need to go watch it. It literally, um, it, it, it literally makes you uncomfortable. It makes you comfortable. It sits there and hits on notions. Like, first of all, I just loved how the dear, um, both Sam's from the movie and the show were in the show together. And it was so ironic because Ricky Carter was, you know, the, uh, she was the um, Sam from the movie. So she comes in as Ricky Carter on the show. And it's like both Sams are talking to each other. But the movie Sam is now the conformed black woman who's just making this money and just doing this just to have a platform and just to talk and make an empire. And it's like the TV show Sam is like, what the fuck? Am I turning into? It was so crazy. It was so wild. I was like, oh, this is dope. And she and she made some some really, really good points. And one of the points she made was like, you know, some of your rhetoric, you know, that you're spilling on this campus would not be even half the shit if it was at an HBCU. And I was like, well, damn. That's kind of true. Didn't want to hear it, but that's kind of true. Shit. Mm. But anywho, we still going to spill that shit anyway. Because we're here to change some shit. Listen, everything that happened in them, their dear white people at a PWI, even at an Ivy League, even as an Ivy League, most of that shit happens out of PWI, even if it's not quote unquote Ivy League. Um, so yeah, like it's it's crazy. Most of the shit that happens on that, like I, when they were trying to find when the Secret Society then when the Secret Society man came out, I'm when the Order of X man came out. The leader, I think, I don't know. I'm thinking in my head, like, shit, nigga. Hey, hey, we need to start looking for clues. Hey, I go to a PWI, too. We need to start looking for clues. Because in my mind, I've always thought about it. Like, I've always thought about shit like that. What if there were some secret societies underground at PWIs, at for real Ivy League schools, who are literally getting ready to form to really get this country together like and i mean i mean these are white people black people 
minority, every type of person down there. You feel me? Not just black people. You know, like they, they, they more so specifically. You know, we're talking about the black societies, but you know, trying to find them. But what if we had us all, all kind of societies, right? It's wild. It's wild. It had my mind jumping. So I want y'all to go watch. Dear white people, go watch volume two. It is wild. Okay, listen, Lionel. Lionel was a player in this movie. Do you hear me? He was getting it in. He had Silvio. He had Wesley. Boy was going crazy. He was like, I'm about to get me some. Everybody was getting some. I said, all right. Troy was Troy was fucking. Reggie was fucking. First of all, shout out to the black man. Shout out to the chocolate black man because chocolate black men were winning. Up until boy started getting crazy and was a heap, uh, uh, a whole tap. Right? He was just wild. He was wild. Then he gonna call my baby a bitch. I said, whoa. Whoa, I gave you too much credit, bro. But you know what? Reggie came in like the chocolate man that he is. <laughs> Punched a little chocolate boy in his face. You feel me? I said, I got you, boo. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Damn. I hate that Reggie got her and I don't. Got me mad. <laughs> but go ahead and watch Dear White People. It is on Netflix right now. Volume 2. Um, so dope. I give it like a 9, 10. Sorry. Sorry. That's too high. Because Dear White People last year was like an 8, 9. So they had to add to ways past my expectations. And they did. So I'm excited for where this is about to go. Because they didn't lift me off some cliffhangers. So I'm excited. I'm ready. Listen. J. Cole's tour is coming. Okay. J. Cole just announced... The tour, the KOD tour, and he's on tour with Young Thug. Now, listen, I'm, I really want to go see J. Cole. Okay? He's coming to Detroit and Chicago September 21st and 22nd. Um, I honestly want to go to the Detroit uh, show, but I I want, I kind of want to go to the Chicago show, too. Um, he would probably be my first concert, for real. For real, for real. Yeah, he would be my first concert. I, I would want to go see him. In concert, I want to go see him, Drake, and uh, the weekend, sis, um, in concert. You know, I, I, who, yeah, I want to go see Adele in concert too. Yeah, Adele for real. like I want to go see Adele in concert. Like Adele would be dope as hell. Adele would, I don't know, I don't know. Just give me, give me a blunt, give me high, give me a lighter. Hello from the uh, what man? Y'all don't even understand. I, that would probably make that would make my night. To see Adele in concert, oh my god. To see a weekend in concert, to see Drake in concert, J. Cole in concert. Listen, and like I said, J. Cole is coming September 21st. So if you're trying to go, if you're trying to go, we'll go get them tickets. Because them tickets like forty, like $49.50 right now. And um, I actually want a VIP package seat. Because I want the experience of J. Cole, you feel me? So I think those are like... 200 275 between two and three hundred dollars but i want the package so if you want to go see j cole j cole just put out his um his uh his tour dates um he was at um, he was at rolling loud this weekend um and the crazy thing is little pump was there uh dancing to the song you feel me you feel me dancing to the song they think 1985 is a diss track to little pump and all the, the young rappers out here and i really don't think it's a diss track if, if you want to take it as one then take it as a diss track, but I don't feel like, and I even feel like he doesn't feel like that was a diss track. It's a, t- it's 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 a 
it's literally telling you, like, listen, bro, I'm trying to give you these keys. I'm trying to break it down. But listen, you came for my name. Don't do that no more. You feel me? I'm going to let this one slide. And I'm going to tell you what it is. You got all this little money that's coming in right now. You need to stack it. Save it. You feel me? Because this 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 cash flow ain't it, it ain't stable. And you need to understand that. And in five years, if you don't, you will be on Love and Hip Hop talking about what up, y'all. My name is Little Pump. My name is Little, you know, Little This, Little That. And I'll be like, in five years, are y'all still going to be little? I'm just saying. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done, y'all. So let's talk about the NBA playoffs, y'all. NBA playoffs. The Eastern. Listen, the conference finals are here, baby. I had to. I lost. Listen, I lost the bet. I lost a bet to my boy. Shout out to KJ. Uh, lost a bet to my boy KJ. Um, saying that the, the the that Philly was going to sit here and basically, you know, beat beat the Celtics because the Celtics did not have Kyrie or Gordon Hayward, but they were going crazy. You know, like they were a good team, young team, but I didn't think they were going to do it. Lord and fucking behold, the Celtics beat. The uh, Sixers 4-1. And when I tell you, it, I give total credit to that team. When I tell you I did, I give total credit to Brad Stevens, Terry Rozier, Scary Terry. You feel me? Scary Terry came crazy. Um, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, Jalen Brown, Marcus Morris, Marcus Smart. Um, all of them. That whole team, I give so much credit to because it is ridiculous how y'all have now gone to the Eastern Conference Finals. Without Kyrie or Gordon Hayward, you know. However, when I tell you Philly, you blew. Philly, you blew. Philly, you blew all four of those fucking games. You blew all four of those fucking games. And I'm just going to leave it there. Like, you blew it. You blew them all. You blew them all. Like, these were not far out reaches you know what i'm saying this is not a a 122 108 type of game no this was like a 105 108 type of game well i'm sorry 103 108 because that was like game two i remember correctly and literally that's the game ben simmons had zero field goals let me say that again zero field goals let me say that again zero field goals had one point and that was from the free throw line my dude he can't shoot from shit from five feet okay this man did a fader and from a, he did a five feet fader. Like people passing the ball on the three point line and don't check him. That's how much you cannot shoot. Like yes, you can drive, you can facilitate. You six ten, you can do it all. But brother, you can't shoot worth the lick. And Joel Embiid trying to be a big man that can shoot, my nigga. Like you are seven, you're like seven infinity. You have a wingspan of infinity. What is your problem? Like, you don't see Anthony Davis trying to get up in that bitch and shoot it all the damn time. You and Anthony Davis are damn near the same size If with a little edge going to Anthony Davis. You don't see that man going for threes all the damn time. Nigga, we need you in the post. Y'all deserve to lose. You blew it. You blew all four games. You deserved it. You deserved it. So hopefully y'all come back next year and the process gets better. Um, So it is the Cavs and the Celtics. And Golden State in Houston in the conference finals for the Western Conference. And Chris Paul 
is going to his first. First. When I say his first, his first ever conference finals. Woo! 12-time All-Star. Nine-time first, first, first team All-NBA. And this is your first. I expect him to go off. Okay? I expect him to go crazy. I expect it. I expect nothing less from this man. Do you hear me? So, um, here's my picks. I'm picking. Here we go. Golden State in six because they just have too much motherfucking firepower. However, I am picking Golden State, but I am not sitting here um, knocking the notion that Houston could come back and whoop some ass. Okay? So, it's the matchup I think all of us have been waiting for Houston versus Golden State, and I'm picking Golden State in six. They just have too many weapons. It's too much. It's too much. Too much. And for the Cavs, I said it last week. If Philly lost to the Celtics, that the Cavs and LeBron were going, LeBron and company, well, LeBron (laughs) is going to his eighth straight finals. And that the Cavs will be going to their fourth straight so far. Am I not correct? Third, Third straight? Third? They went to the 15, 116, okay, yeah, fourth straight. They're going to the fourth straight finals um, as a team um, right now, in this in this decade right now. So um, it will be his, their fourth straight, his eighth straight. Um, I, don't, I don't know if he would win against Golden State. He could be Houston. He could be Houston if Houston makes it out of the West. But um, Golden State, I don't know. Now, if he somehow... If the Cavs and him, if LeBron and company somehow miraculously, and I mean miraculously, I, I do mean miraculously, I'm, I'm not playing. If they miraculously sit here and find a way to beat Golden State in seven, I'm sorry, you, you, you might have to, you might have to be considered. You know, I, I always consider. You know, I, I put Michael Jordan. And then it's LeBron James, you know. Um, and I know LeBron will overtop, uh, will ultimately be number one on my list sooner than later. However, um, it's not right now, you know. And um, he has to do something momentous right now for me to even consider the jump right now. Like, yeah, he, he's doing a lot. You know, he's statistically, he's destroyed Mike. But I want to see something. You have to give me something. Like, you got to give me... You got to give me 2016 without Kyrie type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because if that was without Kyrie in 2016 and brought a championship home, it would have been a whole whole, totally different story. But now you don't have Kyrie. And now it's looking like you're going to gentleman sweep... The uh, the Celtics in in about five. I'll give it six though. You feel me? I'm gonna pick the Cavs in six as well. Um, and then you know, like I said, this this will probably be the time where you take this team, this mediocre team that you have with this great ass player in you, and see what you can do with this fucking super team of a team, GSW. You feel me? But as for the conference finals, we're gonna stay on that topic. 
Golden State in six, Cavs in six. They meet once again for the championship. Okay, boom. There we go. Um, free Miss Hattie, y'all. Y'all better free Miss Hattie. Listen, Miss Hattie. <laughs> Miss Hattie um, is so you read this story about ninety-five year old woman who is in jail because she she slapped her I think her granddaughter in the face with a shoe or with her slipper. Sorry, with her slipper, with her little with her granny slipper. And I read the story and all I could do was laugh because everybody was just hashtag free Hattie, free Hattie, and I'm like. What y'all free Hattie for? First of all, why was Hattie in jail? And reading the story in detail, I'm like, Miss Hattie basically said that she was like, and I quote, she was like, basically, um, I wanted her to get her ass up out of bed because she's always sleeping and doing nothing with her life. So I had her up inside her face and said, get your ass up out of bed. I said, you know what? That ain't, what's, what's she going to jail for? That's a normal black mom. Happy Mother's Day, Miss Hattie. <laughs> okay. No, seriously. That, that, that's a black mom, grandma, for real. If you ain't doing shit on that, if you are staying at your mama's house, and, and this is to all my black men and women, if you are staying at your mama's house and you ain't doing lickety shit of yourself and you just sleep eating up food, consuming they air, not paying no bills, especially in the time we're living in now, not only would they smack you in the face, you lucky Miss Hattie smacked you in the face with the slipper. Because literally, they would have kicked your ass out and said, go do what you have to do. Especially if if your granddaughter is 40-something years of age. Okay, now I don't know your situation, but if your grandma's sitting there saying, you always sleep, you ain't doing shit. Okay, just listen, we dropping up. You know what? You know what? No, no. Because free Miss Hattie. We dropping the clues bomb for Miss Hattie, okay? We we dropping it. We dropping it. Where, where's my clues bomb? We dropping a bomb for Miss Hattie, okay? Drop another one. Okay? Because she deserves it. Now let Miss Hattie out of jail. Shit. What's wrong with y'all locking up Miss Hattie like that? What is wrong with y'all? I know Miss Hattie want to slap y'all upside the head with their damn slipper. You feel me? I bet you she was when y'all just arrest her for no reason. It's ridiculous. Ooh-wee. So free Miss Hattie. Miss Hattie, don't worry about it because I understand. Okay? Trust and believe. If you black, you know that you know that slipper hit. And, and the thing is, her granddaughter should already know that slipper hit. Get your ass up and go get a job. Stop sucking up my air. Okay? Lord have mercy. Um, lynching, right? Let's talk about this. Lynching in 2018. Now, I actually want to incorporate this, um, the Childish Gambino video. If, if anybody hasn't seen the Childish Gambino, um, new video and song, This Is America, um, really dope video. Um, he's such a genius. Um, I think he's one of the newer genius, uh, the newest, I think one of the great, um, not greatest, um, well, I was about to say that one. But I think he's a great genius. I think he's becoming one of the greatest um, geniuses of our, of my generation. Um, I think he's definitely becoming one of those. Um, what I interpreted from, and I will talk about the lynching in 2018 in just a second. Um, what I interpreted from the This, America, uh, this Is America video is so much, um, you know, Jim Crow, uh, the new Jim Crow, seriously. Um, how we protect... 
guns more than we protect our people. Um, you know, the choir shooting, um, you know, how dancing and social media is really just distracting us from the real world problems that, you know, that are filtered through the media. Um, and honestly, that's why, that's why I want, that's one of the reasons why I have the podcast is really because there are stories out there that we just don't hear about, you know? And one of the things that's crazy is social media, whether you like it or not, is becoming a news platform in which we put out, you know, certain news, so much, so much news and so much information that the actual news stations, they're like, whoa, right? These are stories that are not important to us. But social media kind of found a way for stories just to be important, period. You know, so um, I think just the media period, you know, just what we're filtered, what we're given. Um, you know, like I said, the podcast from in a way is to bring stories that are not somewhat that are not basically, you know, really in the media that are not fed to us, fed to us, seriously. And one of the stories that I really want to talk about, so like I said, go see This Is America, um, dope-ass video, love the video, shout out to Childish Gambino, Danny Glover, um, Donald Glover, sorry, <laughs> Danny Glover, um, but lynching in 2018, y'all, so this is a story that I feel like um, was not really in the media, but a lot of people, um, like Cardi B, um, definitely put out on her social media and i want to find it really quick it was a it was an article um that was posted on her social media about a lynching um in 2018 and it was a news article i said whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, we're we're lynching what 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 the hell is going on um and what we know is that two black men uh, in Oklahoma were lynched without any media attention. Now, that's not surprising to me. Um, like I said, the media, the media filters what it wants, what it wants to filter. Um, so, you know, the, the story reads, two black men, um, Elias, uh, I want to say the name right, uh, Elias Roman Smith and uh, Jaron uh, Moreland of Moore, Oklahoma, um, were lynched by four people in April of 2018, a crime that was largely ignored by the media. Um, on April 18, 2018, um, the bodies of two young African-American men were found in the pond near Moore, Oklahoma, where they had been reported reported missing by relatives a few days earlier so this this is the shit that really grinds my fucking gears is it these stories like this that we that that you know cnn fox news all of the news circuits like at this point all the news circuits don't really want to put out and these are two young men who are being lynched and and, and here's my thing you want us to be humble this is why I don't. This is why I I literally sit here and I'm like, listen, you you want black people to be humble, you want us to be humble so much, you want us to sit here and 
and and and not engage in the you know violence and the or quote unquote violent protesting. You don't want us to engage in no type of violence. But when I continue, and I'm and I'm not even talking about physical violence, but you know just just verbal abuse and everything like that. But when I continue to see her, how how can I stay humble? When I continue to see my black men die, period, period, my black women getting continuously getting oppressed when they're the highest educated group of individuals in our country and in our world. Like, how can I stay humble with that? Right. When minorities, period, are continuously getting oppressed in every avenue, no matter if you go to a HBCU or a PWI. Okay. Um, I just want to put that out there. Um, you're continuously getting oppressed, right? Continuously. How can I stay humble? You want me to stay humble? Two more men just got lynched, and we're not talking about this in the media. Why? For what? Why is this not? Why? Why is this not a big ass topic? Oh, oh, what? Are we bringing back the notion of slavery? And well, shit. I don't give a fuck. Slavery has is and will always be America. I don't understand why America wants to sit here and just, you know, erase slavery. Well, if you want to erase slavery, let's erase um let's erase a lot of shit then. You feel me? Let's 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 erase. Let's erase Donald Trump. You feel me? Let's erase this whole administration. Oh, y'all don't want to go there. Let's erase your tax bill. Let it. Ra- oh no, let's not do that. Oh, see, 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 see. No, this is why I will not have time for it. This is why I will always speak on topics that are not spoken about in this fucking in in our media. It is ridiculous. Two men just got lynched. And we just sitting over here, lolly lolly guy, slob on my nah. Like it's okay. I don't mind us doing this, but we're not talking about shit that. We, listen, it, it really pisses me off, and it's and it's and it's not a shot to anybody who's not you know who's not really. Um, it, it's a, it's a it's really a shot to the media. It's shot to those media circuits. It's a, it's a shot to. Hmm. It's just, it's just a, oh my God, I I, I don't know. It, it's to me like I want to change the way media is given to us, like information is given to us. I want to, I want to bring it back to where it was, but bring it back in a way that everybody gets local news, worldwide news, national news, but all of it, right? Let's not filter out the little details and shit like this, like, this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Oh my God. Lynching in 2018. We're still lynching. We're still lynching. Y'all don't think this shit is going on, but everybody's like, oh no, that shit don't go on no more. Yes, it still does. Obvious fucking Lee. It's just not in the media and it's like situations like this. Still down home racist situations like this that still happens, but do not get a lick of light in the media. Of course, because it's not trendy. It is not trending anymore. We're talking about Black Lives Matter now. We're talking about all lives matter. We're talking about shit that's trendy. 
It's trendy to be racism. It, or I'm sorry, it's trendy to be racist. It's trendy to do this. No, I don't care about your fucking trends. My black men and women, my minority brothers and sisters are dying out here. I thank God every day that I wake up, wake up with breath in my body because somebody did not. One of my brothers and sisters did not wake up today. So I got to keep pushing and keep going for them. Some of us sit here and we think leadership is just leadership. No, it's not that. When you form, when you first get into leadership, I don't give a fuck what you got to say to me. I'm going to say this to you. And if you're listening, listen closely. I don't care if you are in college or out of college. When you first step into leadership, I don't give a damn how you look at it. You are now a leader. You are now a servant leader, whether you like it or fucking not. So you have now something to give. You are a servant to these people. You are not even these people, to the community around you. You are a servant leader. Okay? You are here to serve. So the fact that we, as the media, are not doing our jobs in serving makes me want to even serve better than what the fuck y'all are serving my people, my community. I'm over it. I'm over it. So just... I'm, 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 I'm done with this topic. I'm done with the topic. I'm, I'm through. But on a higher note, I want to talk about this um, on a higher note, <laughs> definitely on a higher note. I want to give a, a hand clap. Um, I actually want to give a round of applause. Um, round of applause. Great round of applause to Miss Jasmine Harrison. Miss Jasmine Harrison um, is a... It's all black girl magic. You feel me? She um, got accepted into like 100 plus, 150 plus schools and got over $1.7 million in scholarships. Shout out to you because I know they were scrutinizing the black man that got damn near accepted into 30 colleges, you know, and got like about $500,000 in aid. And I remember I talked about him on a podcast and... You know, it was a lady on, on like, CNN. Well, why didn't he do it? It was a white lady. Well, why did he get so many schools? Why did he apply to so many schools? Why would you do that? L- listen, bitch. Now, if that was a little white, little Jim, Jim Bob Cooter, okay, you would have been, oh, my God, my goodness. Oh, look at little Jimmy. You did that. Oh, my. No. So, yes, I'm going to shout it to the rooftop. Shout out to you, Miss Jasmine Harrison, okay, Pick whichever school. Listen, if you want to come to Grand Valley, you can. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, don't listen. Go where your heart desires. You know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to shout you out for a minute. So our MVPs of the week, like I said, are Miss um, Lord have mercy, Najee on the beat and Mr. Damian Arnold. Um, so Naj, Najee is like I said, one of my uh, AK Sar brothers. Um, she just recently graduated in December. Of 2017, I want to say yes, December 2017, um, with her bachelor's degree, and she actually owns her own makeup company called Najee on the Beat, and she has been slaying faces, what I know, um, for about two, two or three years now, two and a half years, and I, I every time I look at her work, when I see a, a woman come, I, I know it's Najee too, 
right? It's so funny because I know when I see a woman with Najee's slayage on her face, you can already point out that's Najee. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, who slayed your face? Najee? And they're like, yep. Period. You know, so I definitely want to give her an MVP because she just be slanting, and she still slays these faces. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to say beat because beat just is just such a, a common word now for makeup slayage. I, I just want to say slay. You feel me? She slays the fuck out of these girls' faces, and it's ridiculous. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Um, and then Mr. Damian Arnold. Uh, Mr. Damian Arnold is a, is, is a teacher. Um professor, um, faculty staff at Grand Valley State University. Um, he works more closely with the athletic department, uh, with the athletes there. And um, he's just such a, I just don't want to call him a motivational speaker because I just feel like he, he just doesn't motivate, right? And, and, and you know that notion I talk about like role models and real models? He's a real model. You know, he's a real model. He speaks real. Like, he doesn't show you fake. You know, I always look at mentors as somebody who can show me the real. You know, not be a role model to me. Not show me what's good, but show me what's real, what I can what I should and should not be doing, right? Show me through your life, your eyes. You're right. And Damien is one of those people. He's one of those people that I look at. I look at his videos damn near every day. Right? Posting him damn near every day. Like, he is the man. I've been following him for about a good two years now. I was looking at my, my Facebook memories, hit me with some of the videos that I shared back from him last year. Right? So, I just wanted to give him that MVP because, like I said, these two people are way overdue for the MVPs of the week. So, I love y'all. Just, ah, y'all are just dope. Okay? So, our biggest loser of the week, this L, this L goes definitely. I'm so ready to give this L out. This biggest loser of the week, this biggest L of the week goes to the Sutherland uh, Sutherland Police Department. Now, if you haven't seen the video, posted it on my business page, on my Facebook business page. Um, man took a uh, 16, I'm sorry, 18-year-old dude, Anthony, Anthony, if I, if I, if I get his name right. Um, I mean, hold on, y'all. Let me get his name right. Okay, yeah. Anthony, um. Anthony, uh, I think it's Walls or Halls, something like that. But he was like 18, and he was on a prom date, and he was at the Waffle House. And, um, you know, he got into an altercation with the Waffle House employees. And um, he even said it in an interview. He said, uh, you know, I got into an altercation, altercation and, you know, um, I do apologize for that. However, after the altercation with the employees, the uh, 911 was called and police were called to the scene. And the police officer did something that I have, I don't, you know, police, police, you know, I've seen a lot of police videos of takedowns of black men, you know, beatings of black men, Rodney King, of course, but I've never seen a blatant police officer just choke, slam the hell out of somebody and that's exactly what this man did he this police officer literally grabbed this man by the throat i mean grabbed this man by the throat like he was about to snap the neck just like thanos grabbed 
um, Loki neck and snapped it. He grabbed his neck so hard and choke slammed this man down. What the fuck? I t- what? What? Where is my soundboard? Where is my soundboard? What is wrong with you? What the fuck? What is wrong with you? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Y'all, I don't know the man's name because they won't release the man's name. Um, you know, the police are saying they're doing a further investigation and blah blah blah. They said, you know, the police officer in question, um, exactly in question, um, is you know, he took some days off and blah blah blah. You know what? it's it's another it's another one it's it's really another one and i'm and i'm sick of it so we're going to continuously give these men days off when they fuck up all the fucking time you know y'all are not holding police to a certain state it's it's okay and and this is why i say like y'all really want us to stay humble y'all want us to stay humble but we get choked out we continuously but if we do any oh my god it's ridiculous um yeah, that that stresses me out. So we're go- so since I'm a little stressed now, you know, then I got a little headache. Look, no, I'm just playing jokes, jokes. But we're gonna take a five minute break. Uh, come back, and we are gonna just get into the PNA topic of the week because I really wanna, I really wanna just get this off my chest. And like, this is just for the college grads. So we're gonna take a five. We'll be right back. This is the PNA Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. We'll be right back, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. We are back with the second half of the show, the Opinionated Topic of the Week. And listen, 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 listen. We're going to get a little real again this week um, because this is, I think this has really been heavy on my heart uh, because I understand, I think a lot of people don't understand the the hardships um, of post-graduation life, right? And how much stress that brings upon, you know, upon you, honestly. Um, and And I understand that a lot of us talk about our problems with posts, with post-grad life, behind closed doors and everything. But I actually want to just give my experiences. I know I've given my testimony plenty of times, but I just want to give you a message um, because I know some of you are feeling stuck. I know that some of you are feeling um, like you, you don't know what your next move is. I know that some of you are feeling like, what is the next step with me and my degree? Um, and I know a lot of you are, you know, wanting to go back to grad school, you know. Um, I want to I, I wanna say, first of all, that it's going to be okay, right? I want to take this time out. And before I go into it, I want you to get into a space, right? I want you to get into a space right now. If you are a recent college grad, because I'm talking to you, you feel me? Even if you, even if you just didn't just graduate and you are still in this space, you know, I want you to get into a a comfortable space right now so you can just listen and you know absorb right because you might you might shed some tears in this in this in this park so i want to say that first of all it's going to be okay right 
um, it's going to be okay. It's, it's, it, it's going to be okay. Um, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Trust, trust and believe me. I didn't know what I wanted to do after, after graduation. Right. So I graduated 2016. Like I, you know, I say this all the time, but I graduated 2016, uh, April with my bachelor's in communication studies. And I honestly did not know what the hell, what I wanted to do at all. Seriously. I was looking, you know, I was, I was just looking forward to basically graduating in four years. Now I didn't have the best GPA at all. You know, my GPA was like a two, three, you know, I was graduate, but the, the thought of graduating, the thought of me being on a, a power high, um, in college, you know, I was a part of so many organizations, being on e-boards, being one of, being the first uh, black man um, to be a part of the Lake Effect uh, campaign during the, you know, during the first cycle and um, being one of their billboard uh, Laker Effect student ambassadors was, was amazing. You know what I'm saying? I had so much, you know, power. You know, I, it was it was amazing, you know, being a part of organizations and, you know, being a part of this huge campaign for the school and people knowing your name and, you know, you have so much power in your hands. So it's like when you graduate from from undergrad, what I think what people don't tell you is that that power, that sort of clout, that sort of heightened um, power and clout. When you go into the real world of life, is not it, 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 you have to start at the bottom. Life give life hits you. Life will tell you, okay, now you're going back. You have to start. You have to start again, right? Because when we got to college, we didn't have power, right? And that's how that's how you have to look at it. When we got to college, we were. I don't want to say nobodies, but we we had to make a name for ourselves. We had to do things in the community to 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 show people, okay, who is that? To make people say, like, who is that? Who is that person that's out here so much? And, you know, build that name for us. Well, when you get out of college, what we don't understand is that college is another community other than the real world itself. And when you step out of that college environment, right? There's no more safety nets. You feel what I'm saying? Nobody tells you this stuff. You understand? Nobody tells you that there is no more safety nets for real. That you are now about to go through life and you are about to face a whole new set of trials and tribulations. You have grown so much and now God is about to test you even more to see if you can handle the the trials and tribulations of life because you've handled you you've pretty much handled what I've can given you through college and you know college you know you can wake up kinda and your problems are not so much a big deal you know when you and, and if you make a mistake in college you can kinda you know you 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 can more so flip it you know and turn that mistake into a you know a, it, it won't it won't affect you as much you know, in college, because you do have those safety nets. Um, but when you get out into life, when you get out into the real world, even as a grad student, when you get out here, the decisions that you make um, out here in life affect you. They uh, they deeply affect what your next move is going to be, 
There are no. I, I want to say this right now, and I don't want to. I, I don't want to say this to scare you, but I want to say this to be real. There are no safety nets when it comes to life, right? There are no safety nets when it comes to now. You're living this postgraduate life. There are no safety nets anymore. You understand what I'm saying? And we're scared of not having those safety nets. That's the problem. See, we were so. And like I said, I'm talking to my college graduates right now. We have so much power. No matter if you were in one organization to about 17 of them boys. When people know your name, you have a certain type of power. But when people don't know your name and don't know who you are, that strips some of that power back. Right? You don't know now. You're going through this world... You know, and you don't know what the next move is. You don't know where you're going. You're just stuck, right? And when you become stuck, sometimes you you, you backtrack. You want to backtrack because when you were in college, you had so many names. You had that power. You were like, oh, my God, that power is so great. Like, I need that back. So you backtrack. You know, you want that college power. The thing is, that college power was only there for temp- It was It was only temporary. Right. It was only temporary. See, some of us, we, we, we climb into depression. And, and this is speaking from somebody who's who's went through depression. Seriously, um, like we climb into depression because we don't understand why we're going through what we're going through. In my case, basically wanting to backtrack, you know, what I'm saying to the college power, why don't people know my name in undergrad? And I'm still getting the, well, why the hell are you still here? When you're getting those type of questions, it's time for you to go, right? It's time for you to go. It's your time. You understand what I'm saying? Like, if you're getting those questions, like, why the fuck are you still here? Like, what are you still doing here? Like, oh, you still here? Oh, my God. Like, it's time to go. You feel what I'm saying? And once you start backtracking towards that power, you get more and more stuck. The thing, the thing that you have to understand and ultimately remember is that life is a journey, right? You're going to have trials and tribulations upon life. And when you graduate from uh, Grand Valley, or when you graduate from college, period, um, it's not always going to be peaches, roses, and cream and everything, or rainbows. It's, it's going to be hard. You have to now reinvent again, right? You have to now show who you are in the community again, right? You have to now put yourself out there again. Sometimes you have to be humble in where you are also, right? I was in I was in Allendale, right? And Allendale is a small-ass community where basically undergrads roam freely. You know what I'm saying? And I've... I was in Allendale for damn near six years, right? Four years through my undergrad, went back home, came back uh, after the summer, and I was comfortable, right? I was comfortable for a minute. And God had to make me uncomfortable, right? Because he knew what I was comfortable in. Sometimes we go back to where we're comfortable. You understand what I'm saying? And for, for me... Allendale was that comfort. It was comfortable at the time. It was very comfortable. And I was I wasn't taking risks, nor was I parallel to God um to walking with God, nor you know, being side by side with him and everything. So it was comfortable. 
It was very comfortable. And sometimes when we don't know what we want, we go back to what's comfortable, and that's backtracking. And um, God was like, no, I'm, I'm going to make you uncomfortable because you, you, you've been too comfortable now. You know what I'm saying? You want to go back to what you, what you used to? No, 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 no. I'm trying to grow you. And sometimes you have to be uncomfortable in order for me to grow you. And now I'm about to make you really uncomfortable. See, here's the thing. When God, when you get, when you, when God tries to talk to you, here's the thing. You usually get two choices, right? You can either listen to him or he's going to make you listen. And if he makes you listen, that's not good. It's, it's not good, right? It's not going to be a good thing, right? If you keep walking ahead of God in your pursuit of trying to find this new and reinvent yourself, you know what I'm saying? Restable your foundation or even grow on the foundation that you already have. When you are walking ahead of God, not, you know, you don't have to know, right? But if you are walking ahead of God, not parallel with him, not walking side by side with him, he will let you go. He will let you, he will, he will tell you one time, come back. And if you don't not, and if you don't come back, he will tell, okay, well, keep going. Keep walking, keep going. And everything will be so hard. Everything will be so much harder than what it is. Everything will be so much. Now, I'm not telling you to sit here and, you know, um, now I'm not saying you should, like, continue, you know, just, just stay stuck. But what I'm saying is that sometimes uncomfortable, uncomfortability is the essence and the equation for growth, honestly. Um, and that's speaking from experience. Um, what, what we don't, what we understand is, what we have to understand is that no matter if you're stuck, if you're going backwards, and if you're moving forward, that wherever you are right now as a graduate, it's okay. Right, it's going to be okay. However, you have to work at it. You have to work at. It. I had to work at what the hell I wanted to do with my life. Right, I would. I was jumping around from job to job, and then I found grad school. Right, I found grad school, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Still, honestly, after a year of being out of school, I was like, I still don't know what the fuck I want to do. You know, and I had, like I said. Like I said, I started my company back in twenty uh, December twenty sixteen. I, I I didn't know where my company was going. I didn't know. I was leaning on faith. Everything that I've been doing has been lent on faith, and leaning on faith is the scariest shit that you can do. It is the scariest shit that you can do. I'm I'm letting you know now because faith faith is faith is something that is um, internal. You know what I'm saying? So only. So only so few people who understand that type of path are going to understand you saying, I, this is all by faith and not by sight. And um, some, of, some of us are walking by sight, right? Some of us are walking by sight. Some of us are in those depressive states that we don't know or we're just stuck and we don't know which way to go next. You know, like I was, I was stuck. And I remember my friends literally telling me, okay, Ty, what, what's up? What's up? What's wrong, bro? Because you're not doing what you need to do. We, we need to get you back on that right path. 
I remember I was getting scammed. I was getting, it was bad. And I just said, okay, God, you know what? This is too much. This is too much for me. Help me. Okay? And God is like, so you ready now? Because I was ready. I had the blessings waiting for you, but you wanted to walk in front of me. And, you know, I had some, you could have got a lot of these back then, but you wanted to walk in front of me. Right? When you start walking parallel, side by side, with God, or whoever you believe to, or whoever that um, you pray to, um, when your faith is strong, when that faith is strong, when you start leaning more on faith, more and more on faith, and continually working on what you need to do, it's like you don't have to worry about the post-life graduate, uh, post-life grad syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it does get hard. It does get hard, and I wish I had somebody to tell me what I'm, you know, giving right now because it was hard. It was definitely hard. That post-grad life was hard. You know, staying in Allendale, you know, hearing the comments, you know, I would filter them out, but even still hearing them, like, why are you still here? What are you doing? Why am I? And this was even when I was, you know, in my graduate program. Why are you still here? What are you doing? Even have my own apartment. Like, you know, people have to see, it's weird because you have to have a certain type of tunnel vision. Right. When you graduate, that's when your tunnel vision has to be 100 percent on because people are going to sit there and talk so much more loudly than when you were in college. You understand what I'm saying? That's the problem. Some of us don't know how to have a tunnel vision. And it's even with our friends and family. Right. When something happens with us, it takes those friends. It takes those villages. To help us, but you have to you have to know what villagers are there to push you and which villagers are there to just get the fuck out of your village. You understand what I'm saying? Your village is something of a foundational stable piece. And you cannot sit here and have people in your village that are not one being those villagers, those ones to sit here and tell you what is real, right? And when I mean what is real, I mean getting in your ass. Right, my f- Cordell, me and Cordell was just talking, and he was like, "Bro, you, you, you are the hair strong type of person. You a hair strong individual. You are the one to sit here and get in our asses and everything." I said, "Yeah, that's true." But I said, "Even the strong get weak," and I said, "As strong as I am, y'all get me together. Y'all get me together. My friends do not play. You feel me? That's why I have a strong unit around me because I'm just strong." I'm a strong as individual, emotionally, physically, and mentally. That is why I have to have strong, even stronger like-minded individuals around me to get me together. That's why I keep telling you, you cannot tell me about me. You cannot get me together because not only do I get myself together, but my friends do. So people who try to tell me about myself who don't know me cannot get me together, period. So you need to first revisit your you need to revisit your village. You need to understand who what villagers are going to be in your corner during this time of transition because this is a time of transition. This is a time of humbling yourself in the place where you are. And if you are in somewhere that you don't want to be but God is trying to sit there and humble you, trust me. When God humbles you, you need 
when God tells you to humble yourself, do it. But when God humbles you, he's going to humble you. He's going to humble you in the place that you're at. And it may not be where you want it to be because trust and believe I did not want to be in Allendale. Trust and believe I did not want to be in Allendale. But I had to humble myself, get myself together and literally say, "Okay, Ty, you know what? I got to humble me. I'm in this place. I said, but it's temporary. I'm here, though, but it's temporary. It's a long ass temporary, but I'm going to humble myself in the place that I might got some jobs, got my still did my pocket. You have to humble yourself and continue to work. Some of us lose the faith in the work. Right. We just see this dim light. We're stuck. We don't know what the fuck is going on. And what I'm here to tell you is that it's going to be okay whether you know what you want to do or not. Follow your dreams. Follow your passions. Follow your admirations. Stop letting everybody sit here and dictate where your next move is going to be. Right. Stop letting your parents dictate it. Stop letting your friends dictate it. Stop being the family. Stop letting everybody else talk to you about where you need to go. It's time to get you together. Did I not have all an episode about it's all about you? Did I not just have an episode about don't hate elevate? Did I not just say this? But I'm a re. But I'm a re. I'm a reiterated that. You feel me? This is the time. Like I had to tell, listen, I tell everybody, everybody, I'm loving how everybody's getting accepted into grad school. I'm loving it. I'm loving everyone getting accepted into grad school, loving everybody graduated. I'm loving the season. I'm loving this season of graduation. But understand this season also comes with humbleness and transition. And understanding that now a lot of us in college don't know how to sit the fuck down, right? A lot of us have been in sole positions of power that we don't know how to sit down. We need to stay still. I, I, I don't know how many times I've said this, but being still, being alone, being placed in the foundation, being placed in the humbleness is not so much as, as being alone as it is being stable within and finding your time to relax and get you together like lord first of all god gives you this is the time that god gives you the 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 the, the ability to relax yourself right you want to go to grad school next semester cool no problem we'll take one semester or hell even take a year to relax yourself get your mind together right You've been in school for four or five, six years. You need to relax yourself. You've been grinding. You've been going hard. Okay, so don't just jump right back into it. Don't just jump right back into where you need to be. No, because God needs you to break, stop, relax. Whoever you pray to, right, needs you to stop, relax, hold on. Don't move nothing. Continue to work. Continue to stack your coins. But wait a minute. You want to further your education? That's fine. Educate yourself. But I need you to relax for a minute. I need you to relax before you get this master's. I need you to relax before you get this PhD. I need you to relax. Right? A lot of people do not. A lot of us don't know what relaxing is. 
We need to sit down and actually get our mental together, get our physical together, get our emotional together. We need to get our whole bodies together before we even jump into the next space. That's why I say to this day, I'm glad that I took a year off. It was an unknowingly year off, but I took that year off to get so God could get me together. So he could prepare me for what this new path, this new journey of me getting my master's was going to be like. And I and I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much. It's either taking a year, a semester, or a year, but get yourself together. And in that, in that, don't lose it. Don't lose you. Post-grad can be a lot. It can be a lot because sometimes you don't know where your next move is. Sometimes you don't know where you're going. Sometimes you're going to cry. You're going to sit there and have days where you're going to cry. You're going to even even when you're in school, you're going to have days that you're going to sit there. You're going to cry. You're going to think like, what the fuck am I doing? Am I not doing enough? Like you're going to have those days. But you got to keep pushing. You got to keep going. Listen, I put out a, um, I, I actually put out my weight loss, um, my weight loss journey on Instagram and it's been a six year process. It's been, it's been from 2012 to now and it's, and it's still going. And I put something up saying crawl before you can walk, walk before you can sprint, sprint before you can run, make it is your process. It is not a rush on your process. But you have to know that it takes time and patience and you have to work at it. Like I keep saying, some of us want to rush this process. Stop rushing the process. It is no rush. It is no rush. Stop rushing it. We are still young. And I'm talking to my college graduates. Literally. We think because we just graduated, we need to get our first job. We need to do this. We need to do that. Blah, 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 blah. No. No. You don't. Live. Live your life. Live your best life. If you have dreams of getting your master's and your PhD, then do it. But make sure you are taking breaks. Make sure you are getting you together. Make sure your mental is ready. Make sure your emotional is ready. And if you feel like it's not ready, then take that break. But do it when you are ready. Okay, I am here. Literally, I am I'm, like I am a testament. I am a true, true example. True example. Understanding that the post-grad syndrome, as I call it, is real. But understanding that it takes time and patience, right? So that next move for you, it may not come right now. That next move for you, it may not come in the next six months or a year, but it's coming. And you need to continue to work at it. You feel me? Life out here is not college. You understand me? You have to now build from the ground up because now you're at the ground again. Right. You're at the ground again. And now you have to build that name back up. Now you have to build. Why y'all? Why do y'all think this has been taking so long? I knew it took me a long. It took me a minute to get it. But I understand that my path right now, my path, my purpose takes time. 
radio, podcast, talk show, everything takes time. Blogging, writing, take building my business takes time. It's going to be a lot of trials and tribulations. Whatever path that you're going down, it takes time. So I don't want y'all to sit here and get discouraged. Cry. Yes, let the tears out. I feel like somebody crying right now. You feel me? Like, let the tears out. Because I know it's hard. I know it gets tough. I know it gets rough. Okay? And I know you are sitting there like, Ty, I don't know what the next move is. And I am sitting here telling you that it is okay. Do not beat yourself up about it. It is okay that you don't know. I didn't know. A lot of my mentors did not know. My mentor told me when I started grad school, you don't know. It's okay if you don't know your purpose. Just keep walking in your faith. Right? And And my mentor just graduated with her second master. Shout out to V. Okay? You feel me? It is okay. I am here for anybody. Who needs to just release that? Listen, I have my, my website is up, right? And I have an Ask Devante section right on the homepage. And I want those messages. They can be strictly anonymous. You feel me? They can be anonymous messages. But hit me up. Hit me up. Send me those. Listen, I'm not. It's okay. Because I understand. It's okay. It is, it is okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to say, I don't know. But while you don't know, just keep crawling. Listen, crawl before you can walk. Walk before you can sprint. I'm in the I'm in the stage in the I'm in the the walking and sprinting stage right now. I'm 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 more so close to the sprinting stage, but I'm in the, I, I I have to crawl, right? I have to crawl before I can walk again. And yeah, crawling takes a lot. You feel me? That that's a lot of hard work. <laughs> but once you once you have to keep moving forward. God is not, a, he is not going to leave you nor forsake you. And your faith is not either. I have lent on, like leaning on, like when I tell you, and, and this is a testimony, leaning on faith, leaning on faith and working, no matter how bad it looks, will always lead you to great blessings. Literally, people will talk on your name. People continuously talk on my name. They seriously talk on my name. Still to this day. And all I can say is the sacrifices, the blessings that I have. Like I was listening to Big Sean's, um, I decided, thanking God for all my setbacks, because he is the reason I'm able to give back, right? This is my Sunday morning jetpack. Feel like I sent the prayers up and got blessed back. Whoa, right? Right? And if he can bless me, if you know me for real, if he if he can bless me, Seriously, and I'm not that bad. Seriously, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm not shy about anything that I do, right? Consumption of marijuana, starting my business, being open as transparent as I am. I don't shy away from none of that. And if he continuously sits here and bless me, what makes you think he will not sit here and bless you? But the one thing that I continuously do is I keep working. I keep grinding. I keep going because I have to steadily walk in my purpose, in my faith unapologetically. And you have to tune out the critics. You feel me? 
the, the tunnel vision. That tunnel vision. You have to have it. You have to have it. Right now, it's so crucial for you to have that tunnel vision. Because so many people, so many people are asking you, what are you doing next? What's your next move? What's I don't know right now. But I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. And when I figure it out, I'll let you know. You feel me? So to, to all my college graduates and to those who are still in this space of feeling hopeless, like there is, I, you don't know what you're doing, it's okay. Continue to push in your purpose, in your path, unapologetically. Continue to walk firmly. Continue to crawl firmly. If you are at the crawling stages, crawl like there is no tomorrow so you can walk. If you are in the walking stages, walk like there is no tomorrow so you can sprint. If you are in the sprint stages, sprint to there's no tomorrow so you can run and that you can run fast. You feel me? Because sky's the limit and past that. And past that, we don't understand that sometimes it is God trying to get us together, reshape us, and shake us together, seriously. Mold us again. Shake us again. Reaffirm our foundation again. Restabilize our foundation. There is nothing in reinvention. There is no shame in reinvention. There is no shame in restabilization of your foundation. You understand what I'm saying? So understand that it is okay. Okay? It is okay. Take your time. Take your time. Understand that it is going to be okay. And like I said, I I, I just wanted this to be, you know, it's funny because these last three episodes have just been like a, a, a push for just getting to, you know, Get you together. Understand that it's okay that you don't know what you want to do right now. But you'll figure it out. You're going to figure it out. You feel what I'm saying? Education just doesn't come from college, right? Education comes from educating your own self. You know what I'm saying? What you like to do outside of college, right? Um, I found what I wanted to do outside of college, seriously. And then I'm applying that to my master's program. So that's just, that's just, I I love what I do, y'all. I love what I do. And this is, this is going to grow. Believe in yourself. And if you don't believe in you, have those people believe me. Listen, I believe in you. You understand what I'm saying? To those who are listening, who are putting their best foot forward, who are stuck right now, I believe in you. You feel me? Because I was there. I understand. I believe in your purpose. I believe in your path. And you keep going. You keep going. You keep moving. You keep crawling. It's going to get hard. It's going to get tough. It's going to get rough. But just keep pushing. Look at my story. Look at me. If I can do it seriously, seriously, if I can do it, you can do it. Seriously. All right. So, man. That is it. That is the show. Um, what, what do we have? I, I, I know I got some stuff to talk. I know I got some in the... Uh, trying to think. Hold on, y'all. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Alright. Yep. That's the end of the shirt. <laughs> but um, listen, if you want to follow me on Instagram or Twitter, go ahead and follow me on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Vontae's World. V-O-N-T-A-S underscore W-O-R-L-D. Vontae's World. Uh, let's see any anything. Um, 
man, the Opinionated Brother podcast is um, one year anniversary is coming up very soon, August thirty first, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually actually pretty excited for that. We will have some. I, I got some I got some stuff cooking in the works for that. So let me know if anybody knows an event planner um, that is uh, very reliable. Okay, reliable because I don't have time. You feel me? Good event planner in Grand Rapids. Um, shoot them my email, or shoot, or you can shoot me an email if you're listening. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, man, that's it, man. God's just been a blessing. You know, Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Like I said, um, I hope all of y'all are just feeling beautiful, um, being beautiful. Um, moms are just amazing. You know, just, uh, just, just being, uh, man, I just love moms, you know, like shout out to all the moms out there. Just happy Mother's Day to all of y'all. Uh, let's see, let's see what else, what else, what else, anything major happening this week. Uh, I know 21 Savage is coming to Grand Rapids in about two weeks. Kind of want to go see a show. We'll see. We'll see. I'll probably buy the ticket. Maybe if you know, if God is a blessing this week, he's been a blessing, but let's see. You know how everything pan out this week. I might be able to buy his ticket. Yeah, so Cordell, if you're listening, I might be able to buy his ticket, bro. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of some. I know I'm, no, I'm forgetting something. If I am, oh well, I'll probably post it. But guys, it has been a pleasure once again. Another week. Um, I appreciate y'all for kicking it with me. If you would like, like I said, if you want to ask me any questions, go to my website at www.tyronzahicks.com. That is T Y. R-O-N-Z-A-H-I-C-K-S dot com. Go and scroll to the bottom on the home page. There's an Ask Devante section. If you would like to ask me some questions or if you would like to network with me, you can go to the um, About Devante page. And then at the bottom, you can um, network with me. If you want to talk to me, let's network. You want to possibly be on the show, let's, let's network. You feel what I'm saying? So you can definitely listen to the podcast on there as well on the Opinionated Brother tab. Um, check out my newest blog post as well. Um, my shite town, uh, my shite, uh, my, uh, Chicago experience, um, as a grown up, um, it was very, very good. Uh, I think I talked about it a little bit, but, um, I actually wrote my blog post on that. So to go ahead and check about that on the Devante's world tab. And I think that's it, man. I hope everybody's week starts off great. Um, and yeah. Yeah, just know that you are you are great and understand that life is like riding a bicycle. You know what I'm saying? That is it's one of my quotes, you know. Understand that li- understand that life is like riding a bicycle. In order in order to keep your balance, you have to keep moving forward. So sometimes you have to crawl, right? But crawling is moving forward. Don't look at it as, you know, going slow or being slow just you have to now be in a tunnel vision. And you have to now sit there and, you know, realize that, um, you know, that it's it's you and that it's all you. You know, a lot of people say, well, how do you do it, you know, with with everything? I said, I do it by myself. You know, I do it by myself. I don't ask, you know, I, I, re- I rarely ask my friends to post or repost or anything like that. This is something that I, that I do on my own. You know, I, I get reposting likes and shares, you know, because... 
people genuinely love listening to me. And, um, oh, that's what I meant to say. Um, speaking of every um, all my listeners, I want to give a shout out. I, want, I just want to give a, a huge, huge round of applause to all of my listeners that listen, right? Um, I knew I missed something. Oh, my God. The Opinionated Brother podcast just hit 2,000 plays um, over the weekend, and I am shooketh. I am excited. Um, that just really shook me. I, I just want to thank you so much to everybody that takes the time out to listen to the Opinionated Brother, my crazy ass, um, Tyronza, Devontae Hicks. Um, I'm just so uh, just humble, just, just, just so humbly honored. Uh, just, just that so many people take time out to listen to my podcast. It's, it's really, it's really great. And like I say, I do this on my own, guys. Like this is just me. Um, you know, it, 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 it's, a, it's, it's a, it's a struggle. You know, sometimes, you know, I'm some, some days I don't want to do it, but um, I get up every day and I love to do what I do. And I thank you guys so much for taking the time out to listen to my crazy ass talk, um, but also get informative information. Um, I love you guys so much. And let's go for 3,000 and then 4,000 and then 5,000. Because honestly, guys, every milestone that you cross is a blessing, even if it's just a step. Every milestone in your life, not just when it comes to um, entrepreneurship, every milestone that you that you go that you get and that you receive um, is a blessing. So to, like I said, to all my graduates, to all the graduates out there, congratulations and know that it's okay if you don't know what you want to do right now. Just keep working and keep working on your faith and keep leaning on faith and God and I trust and believe me. Trust me. Trust me. It will all work out for the better. All right. So be back with us next week. We'll have a full pack show again. I love you guys. Thank you so much for all the support and love. 2,000 plays. I am shook. Um, Let's go for 3,000, man. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all and Thank you so much.